you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And breaking news, we've made over a thousand episodes of this show. New episodes Tuesday and Friday. Wow, twice a week. That includes our subscriber content, but that's still over a thousand episodes of Who Weekly. (laughs) Stressing me out a little bit. I can't lie. (laughs) Can someone just pat us on the back? That's crazy. Come on. This is a brag. This is me bragging. We made over a thousand episodes of this stupid thing. Wow, twice a week. Y'all have listened to over a thousand. You should brag about that. A lifetime's worth of content. That's more harrowing. (laughs) The actual breaking news is that since we recorded, since we released the episode, Philip Schofield left this morning and it's all Britain can talk about. It's all they can talk about. Good morning. Hello, and welcome to Mondays this morning. Now, we can't start today's show without paying tribute to the man who spent the last two decades sitting on the This Morning sofa, Philip Schofield. So, as a show, everyone on and off-screen ITV and This Morning want to say a huge thank you to Phil for what he's done to make the show such a success over the last 21 years. Quite simply, we all know he's one of the best live television broadcasters this country has ever had. And we and all the team wish him all the best for the future. Yeah. So Holly's now taking a break over half term. She'll be back in the studio in two weeks on Monday. I kind of didn't realize what a big deal it was until we talked about it and then I saw it everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it was the effect of me knowing about it that I saw it. It was just that it already was everywhere, but I was skimming over it. But Mm -hmm. then when I was clued into it, I realized what a big deal it is. It really is like... Regis and and Kelly, like it really is their, you know, this is even bigger. This is a huge talk show. Even bigger because, as we've talked about before, the UK, they just have a completely different relationship with like morning shows and presenter shows and talk shows, and it's like talk presenters generally too, just presenters. Presenters, presenters are much more valuable to them. We don't have as many as they have, commentators, etc. It's huge, and so Philip said he was done. And we really caught this on the end of the the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, right I mean, the, we released the episode. We released the episode on the last possible day. Look, if we had waited until Monday to talk about this, we would have talked about all of this. We just talked about it when it was just rumors, and then we released the episode. And Philip said, "I quit." And then <laughs> his statement says, "We can release. We can read both statements because they are quite different, and they're also very muted." In a way that suggests like, oh, there's so much more to the story that we're probably never going to get. Also suggests like multiple drafts and like PR people are weighing mm-hmm. in and like multiple hands in the in the pot, you know. Mm-hmm. So Phillips statement says, I have always been proud to cover fascinating stories on this morning. But recently, this morning itself has become the story. Throughout my career in TV, including the very difficult last few days, I have always done my best to be honorable and kind. I understand that ITV has decided the current situation can't go on, and I want to do what I can to protect the show I love, so I have agreed to step down from this morning with immediate effect in the hope that the show can move forward to a bright future. I'd like to thank everyone who has supported me, especially this morning's amazing viewers, and I'll see you all for the Soap Awards next month. Note that he didn't bring up Holly this time. (laughs) He brought up Holly when she didn't want him to be brought up. 
allegedly. He said, I'm not ride or die for her anymore. This is not about her. This is about the morning. You know, this is about the Man, show. I love how Holly's statement is so Holly's statement funny. is from an Instagram story done over a light pink background. Millennial pink. Okay. Very, very pink. Very calming. Very bubbly. We got a serif font. Hi, everyone. Dot, dot, dot. It's been over 13 great years presenting this morning with Phil, and I want to take this opportunity to thank him for all his knowledge, his experience, and his humor. The sofa won't feel the same without him. Heart. Heart. Pink heart, heart. not red heart. Pink heart. That's the end. That's it. Heart. And she's not at work today. She took the next two weeks off. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame. She doesn't want to talk about it. She's going to pull a, a Michaela from TikTok. She's going to just never discuss it ever. She's going to be gone for two weeks. The actual opening to this morning, which happened, what, this morning, actually? Monday morning in the UK. And I was like, wait, this... They're, they're, they act like they're talking about a dead person. And then we read yeah. the Guardian review of this episode and they gave it one star. And the headline is, this morning review, the first post-Philip Schofield show treats him as if he's died. <laughs> right. They agreed with you. They agreed with me. And they have one of the presenters that filled in because Holly is also gone is what's her name Allison Hammond I wonder and I can and I bet I bet this is true that's a, a significant chunk of people who watch this show don't know anything about what's going on behind the scenes and literally are like so confused right now mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know that's like probably they the have case no idea you have to be at least a little online to know what's going on although very very Britain but they already have the bookkeepers the the betting the betting bookies they mm-hmm. are already placing bets on who will take over they're already odds I don't know if you can actually place a bet I tried to look because I was like should I place a bet that'd be really funny but it, like you have to do it in the UK it's illegal mm-hmm. to do it here mm-hmm. that's the whole point but and I think it's just so funny that they have odds against all of these different presenters including Alison Hammond including this guy Rylan Rylan Clark Rylan Clark. He's got well, the really he's the guy with the white teeth. I've always you you've seen him. Oh, I've seen this guy. I mean, I've seen all these people. Allison is obviously the most famous one to me because Allison goes viral all over, I guess, the United States as well. I feel like if they were gonna leave breadcrumbs, we talked about it last week. The rumors were that Holly wanted a woman to take Phil's place. And if that's the case, who's filling in for Phil for two weeks? Allison Hammond. So it seems like well, if she's I on mean, top of this odds page that too. she's already been filling in. I think she's already a fill in. So I think that's the other thing. If her and I think if that means if like her schedule works, then she's kind of the go to. She's two to one, according to this the is like Manchester when Evening News. Sherry <laughs> Shepard took over for Wendy Williams. It was like, yeah, she was always the fill in. So it was mm-hmm. like she clearly was doing a good enough job and got the audience to like stick around. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow I mean Jerry O'Connell is is dialing every number that begins with the plus four in his phone <laughs> this week. He's like, hello? Hello? Imagine? Hello? He's like, he's like putting on a British accent. He's like, cheerio, <laughs> top of the morning to you. It's me, Jer O'Connell. You know I'm from the UK. Sorry, that was an Irish accent. Whatever. He, he could be, it's fine, as long as he's from that general area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is oh the UK God. plus four? <laughs> is it plus four? I don't know. I was going with, I was going with it. I think it is. Pl- yeah, it's four. Well, it's Europe. Okay. God, well, what's the UK? Jericho's like, I'm bringing Nando's. I'm coming over and I'm bringing Nando's. <laughs> That's all I know. Okay. Uh, the country code for the UK is 44. He's dialing plus 44. Got Thank it. Thank you. Got Thank got you it. for your joke was still funny, but mm-hmm. you did get the information wrong. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays? Well, not anymore. Play quick hit slots. The free-to-play mobile slots game that everyone is playing from coast to coast. Okay, let's move on to the states. There's a huge feud of Bruin stateside. Liev Schreiber versus Ariana Maddox. (laughs) I don't know if you wrote feud. I put it in quotes. I'm like, this is not a feud. I feud Not a feud. Not a feud. It's funny. Liev Schreiber giving, this is news, my favorite thing. This is news? You're commenting on Instagram, sir. Is this news? Is this news? Even better. Is this news? Learning something new, Liev Schreiber issued an apology to Ariana Maddox after expressing his confusion about her recent press tour. Not quite. He was more questioning the New York Times for posting about her recent Mm -hmm. press tour or like creating her recent press tour by giving her press. They posted on Instagram a story about her and, you know, teased it to go click on it and he wrote is this news in the comment section mm-hmm. is this news 
is this news? Mm-hmm. And then everyone kind of made fun of him for this and was like, actually, it is news. And then people turned it into I a whole mean. thing about like, uh, this is our sports. If sports can be news, then this can be news. I anyway, mean, the, the, come on. the best part about this is, is this news became the thing that everyone was commenting on all of Liev Schreiber's posts until he disabled comments on all of them. <laughs> That's so funny. He got attacked by the Bravo fans. There's nothing mm-hmm. like a, there's nothing like a pro Ariana Maddox, like Stan account coming for Liev Schreiber, whose movies I don't believe they've ever seen, but they're like, <gasps> we're getting him. Mm-hmm. I also think it's just funny because if there's anything more annoying than somebody commenting is this news mm-hmm. it's people being like this is news you know like <laughs> the response to that is more annoying than the question he said sincere apology to you and miss maddox didn't realize i was in the entertainment section well he said that to he said that to danny pellegrino because danny pellegrino said adding leave to my arch nemesis list and he responded directly to danny i know everyone's like having fun how many except for spe- poor Liev schreiber speaking of people having fun how many instagram accounts do you think naomi watts and billy crudup made over the weekend <laughs> to like harass him with naomi watts is seeing this and just cackling because you know naomi watts watches vanderpump rules naomi watts is calling her automatics and being like sure. you see this shit <laughs> you see this shit uh she has so many burner phones i'm sure i wouldn't be surprised if naomi watts went to the um jessica chastain school of online behavior and just like has a lot of secret accounts not secret that, phones not where she can online check on behavior. stuff not online behavior she's an honorary doctorate from the jessica chastain school of online behavior <laughs> jessica what era are you in right now what era are you in right now what era am i in is you that know, what the young people are saying yeah you have like a villain era you have a hot girl summer era is that are those the only two eras I oh can no you can have any era yeah you can have a reputation like taylor a theater nerd uh, era yeah because i'm doing a play right now so i'm definitely in my theater nerd era Joey King got a hummus neck tattoo. It says a new favorite ink. You didn't, you didn't, I mean, I get, not that it matters, but you didn't specify that I zoomed in. It's in Hebrew. It's in Hebrew, yeah. It doesn't just say hummus. Yeah. It says hummus. <laughs> hummus. Okay. Hummus. It says hummus. hummus. I'm confused. She, she went to Tel Aviv and got a hummus tattoo? <laughs> yeah. And then Netflix Israel commented, welcome, happy to have you here. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> my favorite part. She's in for a world of trouble in this, all of this. Like, she's not touching anything dangerous, and yet I'm just, um, as her agent, I'm saying, just Zoe, Joey, Zoe, Joey, and stop, don't post. If I went to Tel Aviv and got a hummus tattoo in Hebrew on my neck, you would never talk I, to me again. Never, yeah. <laughs> well, I would just never hear about it. You'd be putting up your hair, and I'd see it and go, uh, what's that, Hebrew? It says hummus. It's, it's of temporary. All, I mean, of all words, hummus. it really does... Like, is that offensive? <laughs> I'm sort of like, no. what do we do with this? No. Hummus is delicious. And it she can a, do it, it in delicious. Hebrew, I guess. I don't know. It's just very, um, words in other languages as tattoos is very, uh, interest, is an interesting thing. It's an interesting, not debate, but like an interesting conversation. Yeah. It's like me going to France, then getting like baguette. Well, that is in French. <laughs> is it though? It's slightly different. It's just, there's a little, there's something a little, you know, it's like, famously how people get like Japanese words on them then they don't know what they mean yes, you know what yes, I mean like it's very yes. classic like I went to Tokyo, lore if right. I went to Tokyo and got in what I assume is the correct language like ramen you know right and then it wasn't I will say I'm gonna zoom in from my from my very brief entry into Hebrew school I can say this does I can confirm this does say hummus okay good it's hummus <laughs> hummus yeah. Well, because it's like, that's the H, that's the M, that's the S, and those are the vowels. So I, so it does oh, say hummus. Okay. That's good. Unless that's, you know, in case that's helpful. She, did, she didn't get, you know, fucked over by the tattoo artist. That's good. It does say hummus. <laughs> does she? But we didn't even get, so she just likes hummus? I, like, I really am. That's, like, is that? That's, she, wait, Lindsay, that's literally it. She just loves hummus. She just loves hummus. She just I loves mean, hummus. Hummus is, hummus is good, I guess. Because there is a story, I think, it looks like Timmy searched joey king hummus and found a story from 2019 on e online where she's doing promo for her gypsy rose show what was it called um gypsy no it was called the The act Act. try as she might there were times when she brought gypsy and the mindset she went to in order to nail the character home with her but she had a way to handle that quote oh my gosh i would just grab some hummus and pita and watch hgtv she said with a laugh so it must be her favorite hummus is like her grounding food Mm mm-hmm 
because yeah, she was okay, like yeah, acting yeah. as that like fucked up girly and then mm. she would come back from being the fucked up girly and she would say mm-hmm. I need to be me again and then she mm-hmm. would grab some Sabra I wonder what her hummus of choice is there's grab no some there's no way no, you don't think it's Sabra? Sabra no if you're a hummus stan where you like have hummus tattooed on your neck you're not eating Sabra I guess no. and if you have disposable like income if you have a little more disposable income like Joey King does have she's not buying Sabra she's not getting the like two tubs for six dollars you know, she's I mean, not doing that. She's Sabra getting... in a pinch. Sabra slays. Sabra okay. is fine. It has too many. The thing is, like, it has too many like ingredients in it. Hum, like, you got to find the hummus that's just like chickpeas and olive oil and whatever. Don't be a purist. Don't. That's be just a how I feel about hummus. Sabra, I'm not gonna let you do that on this podcast. I agree. I don't like the mix-ins, but I do think Sabra is a very good and palatable. Mm-hmm. And a hummus you can find a bodega, which I got to say, that is a rare. It is nice. Hummus in a bodega. I remember the first time I had hummus and I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I was in high school. I was like, this is the best. Oh, the I'd first never time had you had hummus, hummus was in high school? Yeah, I'd wow. never had it before. Damn, that's so Texas. And I was at my friend's place and they had like all this hummus. And I was like, what's this? Like you were born with like queso in in like no, the, yes. the baby bottle. And then like hummus <laughs> came to you in high school. And I was like, this is incredible. This is my, my life has changed. <laughs> I just feel like I am in, I am very impressed that somebody who would get hummus tattooed on their neck hasn't done any Sabra Spawn, mm-hmm. as you recall, Leah Lea Michelle. Michelle. She's good at taking care of her body, taking these sexy bed series shots, and Leah Michelle knows how to indulge. Pizza, pasta, I'm Italian, so those are my favorites. But can balance the bad with the good. I try to eat as healthy as I can. The actress and singer is sitting down in the middle of New York City for her must-have healthy snack on National Hummus Day. We're here with Sabra Sal. Celebrating, and I'm such a fan. I swear on my life, I've literally had Sabra in my refrigerator, I think as long as it's been around. It's really a food that brings everyone together. I can't wait to start eating. Extra. And I think that says it all. She, she You know that she's a purist and she's yeah. not eating Sabra or else she would have sold out to the Sabra, the Sabra demons long ago. <laughs> I, had, I had the craziest, I will tell you off mic, I had the craziest dream involving Leah Michelle last night or two nights ago. Wait, Unbelievable. Yeah, because it's like we, a little, it's a little too tell? crazy. It's a little too crazy. What do you mean you can't tell? You're not going to shit. No. What'd you do to Leah Michelle? No. no, it had nothing to do with what I did. It was did like, you kill or fuck her? What it was happened? just maybe the week. It was just so weird where I woke up and I was like, did that you was meet really her? weird. No, I didn't Did you go see Funny her. Girl? I went, and saw, I went and saw Funny Girl and Leah Michelle was out sick and they replaced her with someone. And it was <laughs> and it was a mutual friend of ours. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, a mutual friend of ours was Funny Girl and Funny Girl. Leah yes. Michelle was out. And that person is not an actor. Yeah, no, I just clearly. like woke up and I was like, wait, <laughs> what? That's like a really, I want you to tell me who it is after because I feel yeah. like that's a really interesting, like your psyche is working to like have a friend of yours star in Funny Girl this? for a reason. You know, who weird, you know how weird it is? It's what? someone we just texted 10 minutes wait, ago. Wait, can you tell me and I'll bleep it? 20 minutes ago. We just texted them. It's Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I forgot about it until this hummus, until you mentioned Leah Michelle. Was she okay. good? I have no idea. I have no Did idea. Did she slay? <laughs> I'm sure she slayed. I'm sure she slayed. I was just going to uh, say, I already love this dish so much. It's so tasty. It's, it's like, I don't know if anyone who's watching has ever really had kugel. It's a, it's a Jewish dish, but it's like a delicious, like, noodle sweet pie. I don't know. Casserole. Sweet noodle pie. Sweet noodle pie. Like, doesn't that just sound so good? Yes. Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. He's taken his super yacht to China. Jeff Bezos them. Jeff Bezos' girlfriend, girlfriend Lauren Sanchez, a forever who. Forever I mean, just who. One of the, as much as she would love to be One of the hooiest figures in technology. I, when she comes <laughs> up, I scream. When I see photos of her, I scream. I think she is truly a legend at this point. It is unbelievable that she exists. I'm sorry. She This helicopter pilot turned girlfriend of billionaire is like one of the funniest figures that we have. Like just a very, he sucks. She's kind of a legend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Succession ends on Sunday. Like if. Yeah. Uh-huh. There is. This or, ne- or last. Like, yesterday? Uh, this coming Sunday. Oh no. I feel like there oh, is. Oh no. If we need to fill the void of like rich people behaving badly. Just. just a, Search a, for a Lauren show, Sanchez. A show, it can be a reality show about this woman. Just a show about the sort of celebrity, hungry, fame, thirsty, sexy girlfriend of the world's richest man is like, mm-hmm. come on. That's everything. It's like sexy what girlfriend. Made for Love did, but 
just make it camp. You know, like, don't make so her miserable. L- make her love the it. The latest Lauren Sanchez news is, page six, Jeff Bezos's $500 million yacht appears to have figurehead of girlfriend Lauren Sanchez. You know on a boat where they put the girly in the front like a mermaid or a whatever to lead the boat. It's giving titanic but like meets pirate ship guess what that girly is there's his no girly on the titanic lauren no but like standing at the in the yeah, front of the ship yeah, like yeah. you know i'm flying etc but yes but more of like a pirate ship situation mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. on the nose of the ship we have what appears to be and what definitely is once you zoom in lauren that's sanchez. lauren sanchez it's her hair her body her necklace i'm just i can't she looks this stunning. Stunning. She's sli- I mean, she is slaying in this She's sculpture. Stunning. And the massive 417-foot vessel appears to have a wooden figurehead that bears a striking resemblance to oh, Sanchez. It's her. Oh, this yacht. It's I've never seen it. Fucking g- this gas guzzler yacht. Disgusting. Sailing this yacht from like one mile takes more power than like fuels New York City, you know? Yachts and cruises, they're just... A friend of mine Ugh. called them like the garbage dumps of the sea once, and that's what they I really think of. Because like the the trail of waste that they leave behind is just so disgusting. So Lauren Chan- Lauren Sanchez is leading the trail of waste behind his five hundred million dollar yacht. It's sort of like yacht. it's sort of like the sculpture is like pooping it out, <laughs> you know? Like she's kind of this, pooping it out. This this beautiful thing in the front of the ship, and then like poopy all behind it, just poopy, poopy, poopy. God, poopy, she poopy. comes up often though. She's she's really. I'm not gonna let you keep saying poopy. She really comes up often. There's like lots, there's always like news about her. We don't always talk about mm-hmm. it, but actually I want to see what. My favorite fact about Lauren Sanchez is that she can fly helicopters. She's a pilot. Okay. So a lot of it, they, they uh, loved up Jeff Bezos and girlfriend Lauren Sanchez, make it to a Cannes Film Festival on $500 million love boat. <laughs> Jeff Bezos gives Lauren Sanchez a pat on the butt during vacation in South of France. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, they enjoyed the sun on their super yacht. Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez enjoyed date at F1 Carbone Beach Party. Okay, that was a couple of weeks ago. She wore a sequin cutout dress for Vanity Fair X Prada Party at Cannes. Love that. I mean, I think she loves the attention of her rich, bald boyfriend, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her fucking rich, bald boyfriend's attention is everything to her. I know we bring this up a lot, but they're very uh, Billy Bob Angelina to me. Oh, it's... Like, we fucked in the car on the way here. Like, that's <laughs> that's like the vibe. Lauren Sanchez shares TBT of stressful dog rescue story. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Ola Magazine. The Post reported in January she was upset that she didn't make The View, which is weird. Was she auditioning for The View? Oh, she wanted to be on The View. Well, this was this was a story from like late last year, early this year. It wasn't that she wanted she wanted to be on The View like twenty years ago. She, I didn't know this. Uh, she she inter- was a journalist. She was a, she was a TV journalist first. Yes, before she was a helicopter pilot. Yes. She interviewed to be on The View like in 1999 or 2000 or something like that. Oh, she she was on The View and she literally guested as like an as like an interview. Lauren and I have a prior life. We go back 1999. You were in the running for co-host. I was. I was so close. I have no idea why. I mean, I know who we are. Look at my hair. Oh, my Lord. No, you look totally different. Oh, my God. Can you believe they let me walk out like that? Let's just try. You were adorable. You were this close to making it. I was that close. And I have to say. It only took you how many years to get back here. You made it instead. Lisa I remember when Barbara called me and told me that I didn't get the job. I was so depressed. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the fun part of I my was job. So depressed. But I have to say, it's bittersweet, you know, coming back because it's great. Everyone when I was here was unbelievable. Barbara, Bill, Joy, you were great. Um, I was in the halls, and I don't know if I just said I was really nervous. There was one person who was actually quite mean to me here. I was, oh, I was bullied really? a little bit, yeah, but come to an end, she I pulled- wasn't here. She was- <laughs> in charge, yeah. That's so funny. She said everything happens for a reason. Yeah, you start your own helicopter company and then you marry a billionaire. Sorry, date a billionaire. She also said that Barbara was like a mentor to her, but if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, I think she only said that after Barbara died. <laughs> What's crazy to me is she would be a fascinating figure before the Jeff Bezos thing, but I obviously it has gotten now even more interesting mm-hmm. but it she was a woman who was like a tv journalist who was like i'm gonna start my own female fronted helicopter pilot company is also a pretty interesting you know yes yes and now she's like just at the bow of the super yacht 
heading to sea or whatever. Right. I mean, I'm just going to say, you know how the orcas have been sinking sh- uh, <laughs> ships? Um, don't. Let me send the orcas a photo of Lauren Sanchez. I'm sending them a photo of Lauren and being like, look for this lady and sink that ship. <laughs> Future Lindsay here. Literally today, May 22nd, 2023 at 2.20 p.m., page six, billionaire Jeff Bezos engaged to Lauren Sanchez after nearly five years together. Amazon head Jeff Bezos and his girlfriend Lauren Sanchez are engaged, an insider close to the couple tells Page Six exclusively. Rumors have been swirling this week as Sanchez, 53, was seen with a diamond on her ring finger. Well, that just puts a nice cap on that story, doesn't it? Congratulations to Lauren Sanchez and uh, watch out for the orcas. This cracked me up because this only this has only happened once before or once or twice before where, and it's one of my favorite celebrity snafus, which is that a celebrity takes a picture inside the Vatican and posts it and then like the internet like blows up and is like you're not allowed to do that you're not supposed to do that and then the celebrity has to like apologize for taking a photo in the Vatican which Mm -hmm. is what happened with iconically what happened with um, Jason Momoa and his apology was extremely funny it was just like a video of him in the gym being like I'm sorry I didn't mean to disrespect your culture Italy I love Italy (laughs) I love Italy so much like at Just Jared because Just Jared was the one who like reported about it mainly because they're trolls this time, it was Rosie Huntington-Whiteley, a.k.a. Jathan Statham's wife, model wife. She landed in, quote, hot water with the Vatican, <laughs> which is hilarious. So the 36-year-old took a tour of the Sistine chapter and was so overawed with the beauty and majesty of Michelangelo's Renaissance artwork that she took a picture to share with her 18 million Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. However, photography and blah, 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 blah. Some suggested the Marks and Spencer model may have used her celebrity status to bend the rules. Her team told me... By the way, this woman, Emily Prescott, who is a gossip columnist for the Daily Mail, reached mm-hmm. out to her team. Her team told me she was given permission to snap the artwork while on a private tour of the chapel. However, a spokesperson for the Vatican Museum tells me the visit took place during the normal hours to the opening <laughs> hours to the public. We confirm that photos and videos cannot be taken in the chapel. Oh, my God. They fucking. The Vatican said they we narked. will not go along with your PR. We will not. We will not hold hands and we will not succumb to the PR The Vatican spin. said, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley, you are not a VIP. They were like, you are just a civilian. You are not on a special tour, and we did not give you permission to take a photo of the Vatican. Mm-hmm. It's just such a, like, stupid way to get in trouble, you know? Like, yeah. she didn't even take a photo of her in it. She just took a photo. Like, right. he, like at least Jason Statham's, he's in the photo. It's, like, kind of a cute photo. Oh, he's Jason like, Momoa. of the big... Sorry, what I say, Jason Statham? Yeah. Sorry, not her husband. At least Jason Momoa, he's, like, in the photo. It's, like, a picture. Hers is just, like, a shitty, honestly... It's poorly a bad photo. lit like photo. non-photo of this thing which is like doesn't really it's not even you can find photos of it online that are right. professionally taken you know and what's what what is also kind of interesting to me is that like you get in trouble but it's kind of like non-trouble because it's not like jace momoa had to take down that instagram photo it's still up no. when russell crowe right. did it he took plenty of photos he wasn't allowed to the photos are still up you know, no, like, I know. It's just so funny that she, Emily Prescott was like, I'm going to be shady as hell. Go to her people and then go to the Vatican for comment. And the mm-hmm. Vatican's going to be like, she was not on a private tour <laughs> and she is not allowed to take photos. You know, like they're not going to like call the mm-hmm. policie on her, you know? <laughs> policie. What is it? Policie. Policie. No, it's like, yeah. I'm just thinking about book club, the next chapter. <laughs> they're policie. not going to call that guy. Oh my God. That, that guy that she sexually harassed, the, that the cop Bergen that she thought was a stripper. sexually harassing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the guy who is a helicopter pilot like Lauren Sanchez. But you got to see Book Club, the next chapter, and understand you that. you got to see Book Club, the next chapter. Uh, if you ever thought that I disrespected your culture, I, it wasn't my intention. I um, went out of my way. I came around in 1920, and I got experience. Oh, it's time to get up. Time to go to work. Um, I came around when I was 1920 to really experience... You know, the Sistine Chapel and come to the Vatican and, uh, and the Pieta is one of my favorites. And so I uh, I always wanted to, you know, now that I can, I, you know, gave a wonderful donation to bring my friends and crew because we only had a couple of days off to go experience these places. And then I found people really wanted to take pictures with me, which is very odd. The Church of the Vatican, look at all this splendor. And they want to take pictures of me, which I don't get, but regardless, I did. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. (laughs) 
what when else I sleep gonna, on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under the bed. your linens, sweeties. The lin- It's time. For- it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I hate and middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. So here's an anecdote that I have about this next story. Well, that yeah, I have a little, I have an aside about this too. Honey Boo Boo Alana Thompson graduated from yeah. high school. I saw yeah. a story and I cannot tell you where it was from, but it was in my RSS reader. And it uh-huh. no longer exists because uh, like, they clearly edited the story. I saw a headline, Alana Honey Boo Boo, Boo Thompson graduates from college. And I was like, whoa, oh. she graduated from college. <laughs> and then later on, I was seeing all these headlines about her graduating from well, high school. It was school. a mistake. It was a mistake. And they switched it. But I think it's telling because this girlie has been around for so long. I, I just was like, oh, yeah, of course she graduated from college. She's probably 21. <laughs> no, she's 18. No. Right. No, she's 17. She's 17. No, she's young. I will. I think the honey boo boo thing, there's some darkness there and there's still darkness there and there's still TV shows that they're on. Like, like Mama June is like a very dark figure to me. And that's why like we kind of don't talk about them. But I will say what I liked about this story was that it was like almost a light from these kind of who's that have been in our culture for a while. But I have chosen to kind of cash out of because I'm mm-hmm. like I can't deal with whatever darkness you yeah, know they're like, really dark and upsetting you know and, like honey boo boo has an older boyfriend that makes me feel uncomfortable like I you think know they broke up. mama I think they June broke up. Didn't they mama up? June's life is also a little bit ugh, and they, there's a show on which whatever I think a lot I think one of the boo boo sisters one of the Thompson sisters has, has cancer, cancer. yeah uh-huh. it's just like there's a lot of kind of like darkness around this family obviously you don't like grow up on this show and not have it like essentially ruin your life but <laughs> 
I saw this and I said, okay, this is nice. We should include this because it's nice. It's a nice moment. And it speaks to kind of this cultural figure from the time that everybody kind of like loved and also lovingly mocked. Mm -hmm. But she's doing great. And she graduated from high school. She graduated from high school. And it got more... It got a lot of coverage, and I think it got a lot of coverage for the reasons you're explaining, which is like because people, people were like ha- excited. They're like, "Oh, good, like we can talk about this family her. and not get upset for once in our lives," <laughs> you know? Right, right. And Mama June wrote in a very long Instagram caption about thing. how the okay, here we go. There's no punctuation. This is all no. in lowercase. Okay. Yeah. Well, today Alana closed one chapter of her life and. Like N, the letter N. And I know we have been through a lot. And I know the road hasn't always been an easy one for you. But girl, you done it now. We are moving into the new chapter of your life, getting you ready to go to college, to go off to college. But you got this and you know, but spelled wrong. We will always be there for you, though, through it all. I'm so very proud of you. You never gave up, even when there were times we all know you was getting up early and going to school. And even what we have been through in the past few years, you never quit or gave up. And I'm so very proud of you. For that, I love you so much, Alana. You did it. Everyone was there to cheer and holler your name every chance we got. And yes, I hollered, work it, Smoochie, one last time as she walked across the stage to get her diploma. Even though the two people that thought the world of you wasn't there to see you walk across the stage, I know Nana and Papa, oh, they're dead. Especially Nana was screaming down at you today as you walked across the stage hashtag emotional hashtag we tv <laughs> hashtag honey boo boo hashtag mama june hashtag graduation shirts hashtag graduate hashtag high school hashtag family hashtag next chapter that's very sweet i no, see notice my bias i thought she was being shady but then it turned out she meant dead grandparents not yep. even that people weren't showing up to the graduation yep. like i assumed one thing mm-hmm. and also I kind of give a lot of credence to her saying, despite all of it, you woke up and went to school because imagine the bullshit that this family put her through where she probably would have been like, you know what? I can't deal with school today. I have to deal with like everything else in my family's goddamn lives. Well, and also, I mean, the way that I interpreted that was that like Mama June wasn't putting any pressure on her to go to school. It sounds like Mama June was giving her an out to be like, you don't have to go to school. You can get like a GED or like we can do a homeschool thing. And Alana was like, no, I'm going to do it. I got my show. She got next chapter, whatever her show her show is called, like Mama June's drama. Like it really is oh God, not I can't, great. I can't think about Mama June. I can't. Yeah, Ugh. I know. But Mama good June for Jr. Alana. You know, we've we we have reached that point. It it reminds me of you know when Sophia Grace got pregnant, where we were just like, wow, this person who came into our <laughs> not cultural okay, I have consciousness. To say, more credit for graduating high school than getting pregnant. Oh sure, sorry. Sure. I'm just meaning <laughs> in terms like, of things that take work. I don't even mean in terms of things that take work. I just mean in terms of things that signify that this child star is now an adult, you know? Yes. I mean, she's not 18 yet, but you know what I mean. It's just like, wow, wow. This person became famous when she was what? Nine? Eight? I don't know if you can even explain to somebody who wasn't there, but the way that she was the culture for a significant amount of time. She was the culture. Every meme. Memes were new-ish then, and she was every meme, you know? This girl got famous at six. Her go-go juice. Remember the the go-go juice? She's so cute. She's still cute. (laughs) A lot of pageant moms and people know what the special juice is. Everybody has their different concoctions. You know, special juice is just to help her energize her. A lot of moms say, oh, you're to open up your child. Well, hey, no, I'm not. I'm not hurting her. We have tried the pixie sticks, as they call pageant crack. We have, we went through 15 bags on one pageant. And they just don't do anything for her. She just drinks it for pageants to give her that extra oomph. So whatever works for your child, use it. Go-Go juice make me laughy and play. And it makes me feel like I want to pull my mommy's hair. Honey boo boo. Okay. Speaking of time. (laughs) Speaking of time, somebody got a secret double hip replacement. Did you love these back to back? I put them like this on purpose. No, I love it. I see it. I see your narrative here. Yeah, I get it. Daily Mail's got an exclusive about Morgan Fairchild, and I am screaming because the exclusive is that she got two secret hip replacements, and (laughs) it's like, (laughs) she told them. Like, it's not a, first of all, it's not a secret. It's not anything they slipped out. She literally did an interview with them and told Mm -hmm. them she's so happy she got two hip replacements. Uh Her big thing is Dallas. It's all stuff that I never watched, right? But her big thing was Dallas. Well, don't ask me how, but his wife found out where I moved. She doesn't like it. 
I'm uh, too visible to her and too big a temptation to him. Bobby, I don't want to leave Dallas. This is home for Charlie and me. Charlie's my little girl. Besides, Bobby said it helped me get work here. But to millennials, she played Chandler's mom on Friends, and they're going to lead with that because they know that's like the hook. Hi. Chandler! Mom, <laughs> thanks for wearing something. <laughs> She's 73. She looks great. She gave them an exclusive interview where she told her told them that she had these surgeries after a car accident, and she, and she got, didn't have them at both. They she didn't have them both at the same time. It was like one and then another one, like they mm-hmm. were two different surgeries. I mean, mm-hmm. it sounds yeah. She's loving awful. wearing heels again. She's <laughs> loving wearing heels again. Okay, so like you were always it. when you were that girly in the eighties. Like you will never not be that girly. You know, like you'll always be like, yes. gotta put on my heels, gotta show off my I mean, calves. Truly. I mean, where's my hairspray? She's, but I do love that she's talking about how great hip replacements are. It kind mm-hmm. of made me want one yeah. or two. I'm like, how early can I get one? My mom had to get a hip replacement, and I hear they're amazing. It was crazy, and I was just like, whoa, this is nuts. Insurance paid for it. I was just like, it sounds so awful to me. I was like, what no, is this? No, but apparently it's fast recovery, and you're just up and running. Yeah. It's tiny. They like, I don't even know how they fit the new hip in there. They just slide it in. They I don't slide know how it, it in. I don't get it. In. Then you can like do yoga again or whatever. You can wear high heels. This is a hip replacement podcast. <laughs> the second part. Yeah, can we get hip replacement spawn and then Bobby and I will get hip replacements? Like, <laughs> we might as well just do like do it now. You know the what? spawn that I would. What? The spawn that I want so badly is that full body MRI where you're like, <laughs> they like check the whole thing. I think you've said this on the podcast. You know who got? I think it was Maria Menounos. Found her thyroid cancer from a full body MRI. Why do you want? Do you want to find cancer? Why do you want a full body MRI? I don't want to MRI? find it, but I'd rather find it than not find it. You know what I mean? Why do you want a full body MRI? <laughs> Look, it, it, I, if if you don't want Why? a full body, I will never be able to convince you. It's a personality type. It's a brain Why chemistry sort of thing. Why do you want a thing. full body you MRI? You will never I mean, match I want my a brain hip chemistry. Replacement. <laughs> there are certain people who want a full body MRI. I just like I don't want a full body MRI. Oh my god, I want it. I, want I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Hold on. Tori's spelling full body MRI. You know what? I think she did do full body MRI spawn. I think she did. Is it called Pranuvo? She did. She did. She did. She I did. knew I saw her do she it. Fucking she fucking already got her full body MRI. As a, as a mom of five, it's important for me to be proactive about my health. Last week, I had a full body scan at Pranuvo, which uses advanced MRI to perform a full body scan to be able to detect Stop. solid tumors at stage one and around 500 other conditions. Insurance doesn't pay for it. That's the old issue. You would have one of the 500 conditions that would be like, honestly, nothing, but it would totally shake you, shake you to your core. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, use yeah. my code. Bo- Bobby, use for $300 off your full body scan, use my code prenovo.com slash Tori spelling or mention the code. Imagine, I'm sorry, imagine booking a full body MRI and being like, can I use my code Tori, Tori. spelling? <laughs> They'd be like, yes. <laughs> and then they would put you through a cardboard box and there'd be a guy outside going like the name, like the sound of the MRI. Oh, I know what it sounds like. I've got an MRI. And they would say, you have cancer. And you'd be like, what kind? And they'd be like, we don't know. Bye. Mm-hmm. I love that this is – I'm looking through the comments because we we had a Pronovo segment that I, like, put all these things in once. And you were like, I'm not doing this on the podcast because it really did sound like we were doing Pronovo Spawn. So we cut it. But, like, the funniest thing that I forgot is that, like, every time one of the celebrities did this Pronovo Spawn, but there would be a comment from a rando, like a follower, that was like, radiation is bad for you. Some version of, like, radiation is bad. No, you shouldn't have unnecessary radiation. And then – the celebrity in question who posted would always respond with something along the lines of, there's no radiation in an MRI, no radiation. And I found one, sure sure, sure enough. Suzo said, isn't radiation bad for you, though? Tori responded, responded, no radiation. No radiation. <laughs> no radiation. There's no radiation in MRI. It's strong magnetic fields and radio waves. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess Bobby's going to the Pronovo factory and getting his Tori Spelling branded MRI. So the whole experience of doing the Pre-Nuvo was really great. I'm a mom of five, so I never get a break. So it was almost like me time and I'm doing something responsible and great for myself and my kids. So going into the machine, I've gotten MRI so many times, so I thought it would be a similar experience. It was nothing like that. It was all cozy. When I sat down, 
Um, I got to watch a Netflix movie. It was really easy. It felt like I was literally in there just relaxing, watching a movie in a bed much cozier than mine at home. I felt like I was in there for like 20 minutes. It went by so fast. Moving on to another relatable thing Love like Bobby this. wanting a full body MRI for free spawn. Love um, this. Lottie Moss, one of my favorite UK who's kind of the Tory spelling of UK in a way. I mean, she's not, but you know what I mean. Uh, she mm -hmm. locked herself out of her house twice and the son would not let her live. I mean, she did post the whole thing on Instagram and the son kind of like teased her by posting. Not again. Lottie Moss breaks down in tears after she locks herself out of her house twice in mm -hmm. one day. I mean, it's not. It's not completely unreasonable calling her the Tory spelling of the UK. It's she is like has a more famous family member. I mean, she doesn't have like five like kids nothing. and dates yeah. like a deadbeat fellow C-list actor or whatever. So not really, but like same amount of fame in a way at this point. It's Kate Moss's sister, if, in case you don't know who right. Lottie Moss is. Yeah. And she got locked out She's of her the house. the one with the face tattoos who's on OnlyFans that like mm -hmm. gets a ton of press for being sexy. Yeah. Now she locked, she got press for locking herself out of her house, which I prefer because I find that very relatable. Apparently she did it twice in one day, which I feel like is a little bit pushing it, you know? <laughs> like you do that shit once, you're embarrassed for like at least a year. You know what I mean? So I've only gone and done the unthinkable. Um, I have fully locked myself out of my fucking like this is a joke i knew this happened to me one day because i always like run out to carry out packages and normally i just leave the door like two because like it like you just like shut it too and then it doesn't fully shut this time it just it closed a little bit too quick and now i'm stuck outside and i gave my spare key to my best friend who's not in london for two hours so i'm fully just like, <laughs> like what do i do now this screenshot is funny. The way they brought the fire engine, I'm so embarrassed. The, the, <laughs> the way, way they brought the, the fire way they, engine. That's such a, like, that's such a, I'm sorry, like, in the history books, like, they're going to be like, millennials spoke like this. And they're going to have this screenshot of this and be like, the way they bought the fire engine, I'm so embarrassed. And it's going to be like, this is the way that we communicated. I did take the sun pole. Here we go. I'm going to put the results of the sun pole in. Have you ever locked yourself out of your home? Yes. Please say I'm not the only one. No, I'm very careful about it. I have, but I learned my lesson. Yes is the winner at 57%. No, but I'm very careful about it is 28%. And I have, but I learned my lesson 14%. So what? What does that mean? Something like 75% of people have done it before. But listen, I have a problem with this poll from mm. the sun. Okay. Number one and number three are the same thing. Yeah, I think they need to put three options, though. Have you ever locked you yourself out of your home? There's two answers, yes or no. Somehow, they have three. Two are yes, and one is no. Well, and one is yes, yes, I'm embarrassed, and one is yes, but I am never going to flop again. But they're not asking that question. They're just asking, have you ever locked yourself out of your home? Mm -hmm. Not like, how did it make you feel? You know what this is giving? This particular this particular plugin on the CMS requires three answers. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. Oh, my God, you That's are so right. You can't just have a two-question poll. The next question's like, how close are you to, like, fascism? Like, how do you feel about fascism? <laughs> like, it's very much, like, sponsored by the government, you know? It's very, like, devious. <laughs> After you answer this poll, you get a question that's like, how do you feel about, like, <laughs> the president? Uh, the fire engine came. Has the fire engine... Have you ever accidentally, like, had the fire engine come to your apartment? No, but I know you have. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> When they show up no, and you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> you literally said the way that the, the way they brought the fire engine. I'm so I know, like I did. You've, you've literally said that before. I did. If you can't see right now, my eyes are running up. Because <laughs> I've just done it again. I like don't know whether it's love or cry. But I've just looked myself up again with the new keys inside. <laughs> how does, how do you do this? Like, how does one do this? So now I have to find a ladder to get up into my apartment. Mm -hmm. I'm like actually like almost in tears. Like oh, I just don't get it. The way they brought the fire engine, I am so embarrassed. Oh, I've done it. Oh my God. I mean, but let me tell you something. The way they brought the fire engine, I was so embarrassed. Didn't you have like the fire guys like come up to your door and then like take a sniff and were like, you fucking idiot and then left? The hottest firefighter in the world like the was like- The way they shamed you. The, the hottest firefighter in the world is in my kitchen and he turned on my stove and he goes- do you need to lean over and figure out what gas actually smells like? And I was like, oh my God. The way the hottest fire guy came in your house and said, lean over and smell gas. The way the hottest <laughs> firefighter on the planet like dragged me in my own kitchen. 
Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Wow. The beginning of like the world's worst porn where you both die from carbon monoxide poisoning because you're like <laughs> sniffing gas and fucking. <laughs> People Sorry. are watching it. People are watching it and they're like, wait, are they not going to fuck? Wait, are they not going to turn off the gas? Like, that's actually dangerous. He's a firefighter. Did the firefighter just humiliate the ugly one and leave the house? <laughs> the ugly one shut up. Oh. Yeah, that's the end of the porn. Yeah. Like, that's literally the end. Like, the, the porn just ends. Said. He just leaves. Wait, that was porn? What website am I on? Is this YouTube? No, it's, it is Pornhub. Wait, what? <laughs> It's like the way, and it's just called the way they brought the fire engine. I am so embarrassed. And then it says like XXX, like exclusive, like. Oh my God. Uh, okay, okay, we need to we move, move on, on, please. Sometimes you truly cannot write things. Like I'm actually so dead that I'm now having to get the fucking firemen to come. Legends though, because otherwise I'd be fucked. Like I was literally just standing outside thinking, how the fuck am I going to get a ladder? We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Of, kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports, and in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is, every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me, they're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. This headline, all you need to read is the headline. This headline is so mean. <laughs> okay, here's this is from OK Magazine. They've still got it. The rudeness in this. Unemployed Amy Roback and TJ Holmes run the Brooklyn oh Half God. Marathon as they continue to look for work, colon, photos. The way that this makes it seem like they're running through Brooklyn looking, looking for, for work jobs. is so funny. Like, they ran 13 miles looking for work through the streets of Brooklyn, and yet they remain unemployed. It's so funny. Do you think it was like, babe, they like see like a help wanted sign, and she's like, babe, babe. Dropping off babe, their babe, resumes. Babe, you want to stop here? <laughs> Unemployed Amy Robach and TJ Holmes run Brooklyn Half Marathon as they continue to look for work. Colon photos. I just, there's, I think this is so cute. Like, I just, from any other angle, this is adorable that these two are still together. Like, they're still making it work, running the marathon together, being a sweeties. Like, it just, to take this angle is no, so devious. Mm -hmm. Like, they're I love cute. It. And running the marathon, even the half one, is inspiring. Shout out to Dr. Gab who did it. Congratulations to Dr. It's Gab. amazing. Fran did it in uh, New Jersey. I know. The girlies are running half marathons. The girlies are running half marathons, you know? And I'm proud of them. Can you believe even it? If, even if they're unemployed and looking for work. <laughs> what? I know. It's so funny. The idea that the half marathon is just a way to get your resume out there. I love that. They're just <laughs> dropping it off at local places. That's great. Sure. Okay. Moving on. So one of my favorite who's just in my everyday life. I know Eva Marie Martino. Is Eva Marie Martino. Obviously. And it's like, I'm just well, constantly. It's Eva Marie, former Martino. Sorry. The blogger formerly known as Eva, Eva Marie Martino. She is now Eva yes. Marie um, because yeah. she divorced Kyle Martino famously. She'll soon be Eva Marie Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> oh, she's definitely taken Hawk. She can't. Did you say she canceled her Italy wedding because it was just like too expensive and too crazy? And now she's she just going to like have it. Her wedding? Well, no, she can't. She was going to have it in Italy. She was going to have a destination wedding and then. In her newsletter, she was like, it's too many things. Da, 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 da. Our friend Kate was like, Susan definitely wasn't footing the bill this time. So she doesn't have like unlimited budget. Maybe the ad numbers yep. didn't quite add up, if mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I found this interesting. Like Eva Amuri has her blog, happilyevaafter.com. Yeah. She has her Instagram. Yeah. She has her TikTok. Like she has all these platforms where she releases her own content because she is – as an elder millennial, she is an elder millennial who came yep. of age on blogs. She has a yep. blog and she blogs. Yep. 
She's she doesn't, like, the way this wedding dress I'm trying on as a people exclusive <laughs> looks great or whatever. She doesn't necessarily get tabloid coverage all that much um, unless it's like, oh, she's engaged. Oh, she had another kid or whatever. Oh, she's getting divorced. She gets the standard life event. Like, life stuff. event tabloid mm-hmm. stuff unless she was like canceled for some reason or whatever which but she other stuff yet. she's just posting on her blog all the time like all right. the time she's, she's giving a away screen. the exclusives yes. because she that's that's her job that's her business yeah um and so i found this just kind of interesting the coincident the, the coincidence here she got a people exclusive where she's looking for wedding photos okay wedding they dresses are, looking wedding, for dresses. wedding dresses Sorry. she got the people exclusive looking for <laughs> wedding dresses Eva Marie uh-huh. tries on wedding dresses ahead of nuptials to Ian Hawk. See the photos. And it's just all these very nice photos where she's looking for wedding dresses. They refer to her as, quote, the new girl alum and blogger, <laughs> um, which I love. The same week, within the same week, her ex-husband, Kyle Martino, who never gets tabloid coverage for anything, got an Us magazine why would he? Why would he? Why would he? Oh, he got day in my life. He got a day in the life. And that's why I didn't put this up at the top. I was like, this is so weird that the two of them are getting competing. He's on like Warner Discoveries, like WBD Sports, and he's doing like soccer commentating now on television because he's a former soccer player. So I think this is technically promoting his like television work now that he's like an on-air person it says i recently joined the warner brothers discovery sports team as a tv analyst for their u.s soccer coverage i have been on tv for many years but i recently took a couple years off to be home with the kids i must say it's great to be back on air again he co-parents they love talking about their co-parenting the rest of the of the quotes here are mostly from like statements that they've given in the past about their like co-parenting journey but it's just like photos of him being a doting single dad basically and i'm just like uh-huh. this is so this is so strange it's just very uh-huh. very strange it's almost like he's it's trying really to strange it's claim, really strange it's like he's trying to like assert his parenthood as like this new daddy is coming into the picture like it feels very domestic strife to me the louder she gets the more like kind of he's like i need to also be a, a voice mm-hmm. or something meanwhile look who you you know you did marry this woman like that mm-hmm. you were married to this woman mm-hmm. you have three kids with her like she's never going to stop doing this you know yes, yes. to me i saw these two stories kind of back to back in separate dueling tabloids as she's literally like i'm like as a woman getting married for the second time like this is my fit it's like now that's your thing it was amazing oh you know what i meant to check the photo credits here yep they're julia dags oh my god the exclusive photos were taken by her staff photographer her photographer who photographs all the one that she pays to photograph her blog all right radar got an exclusive with who like with an unknown source like with with who's exclusive it can't be an exclusive if it's just like someone we don't know because radar is I don't know how much y'all read Radar, but Radar is like one of the more alarming, disturbing, fucked up, ethically dubious tabloid publications that exists. Here's a good here's a good example of like Radar's vibe. When Naomi Judd died by suicide, obviously photos were taken at the crime scene. Their family, Ashley Judd, Winona, they were like, please, for the sake of our family. Please don't share these images. They're going to ruin our lives. Like, we don't want anyone to know what was here. Radar got the photos. They published them anyway. So so you see a lot of, like, celebrity crime scene photos, like, really disgusting things exist on this website. But then it's I went to Radar. It's tabloid. Like, yeah. aliens exist. And, like, here are some documents from a leak. And also, like... Austin Butler is not in a rush to marry his model exactly. girlfriend, Kaya Gerber. So I still go to Radar like once a week just to see like, is there anything there? And you have to sift through like truly like the mud and the muck to like get to yeah. maybe something. And usually there isn't anything worth posting. So among all this like wretched, wretched stuff is this headline exclusive. His career comes first. Austin Butler not in rush to marry model girlfriend, Kaya Gerber. I know that for a while Radar had actually like, like, pretty good like journalistic integrity like journalistic standards yeah. but yeah. i don't i don't know what it's like now because like radar used to be like print as well just like what's funny is a friend of his a friend of a friend of a friend of his a friend or a friend of, of hers. hers 
a friend of said, hers. Kaya would love to marry Austin sooner than later, but he makes it plain that just isn't in his field of vision right now. Mm-hmm. A friend squealed. That's what Kaya's friend said to Radar, which I just find so okay. weird. Why would the friend go to Radar unless all the other publications I mean, said I don't no? Know. But also, why would any publications say no because it's they like, are a hot couple? Yeah. Why does I Radar have this exclusive? It doesn't make any sense. The way that the, the way that they are a hot couple. Okay, what else? <laughs> Let's move on. Cassie Steele is pregnant. What is she from? Who's like that? Degrassi. 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 Yeah. I think Canadian. What's She's interesting Canadian. about this? Well, this is what's interesting. This is how she released her. This is how she revealed her pregnancy. She did a TikTok, Ugh. a TikTok filter where it's like it says what kind of mother you are, and it does the little thing where it's like like over your head, and it said she was the milf, and then after it was over, she says this. Listen. Hope this is true because I'm pregnant. She literally did the voice. She the TikTok voice. The TikTok voice. Hope this Hope is this true is because, because I'm, pregnant. I'm pregnant. I've never seen this. Normal. I don't like it. Not weird. It's weird. Hashtag pregnant. Hashtag pregnancy. Like the way I would pay cash money for clear blue spawn over this. You know, like I know please. it's true. This is when the when the clear blue spawn didn't come in in time, and you just yeah. you know didn't want to <laughs> yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual biggest relationship news of the week is that Chriselle and G Flip did not actually get legally married. No shit. Yeah, no shit. We fucking told your ass. We told your asses. If there's anything shocking about this is that we found this out this quickly. I mean, I just am like TMZ just like looked up the paperwork. I think yeah. they waited for a certain amount of time where the paperwork would have to be filed. And once mm-hmm. they hit that time, somebody said, well, I'm looking it up now. And if there's no paperwork filed, then they're not married. Mm-hmm. And they're not married. Yep. That's almost exactly what happened. They did some digging and there's no marriage records. There's still no marriage records. It's been now a few weeks in Clark County, Nevada. Sources familiar with the situation tell TMZ, despite the rampant online speculation, Chriselle and G-Flip are not legally married. Like, there are lots of ways to be in a relationship. Like, you know, they could be engaged. Like, they don't even get engaged. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they're whatever. But, like, we said that they did this for promo for the show, and that is 100% true now. Yeah. Now it just is. even gave an interview to Us Weekly where she was like, well, we didn't want to, we didn't even do anything that, we're just so not traditional. Like, we didn't even file the papers. It's like, I know, babe. You didn't do anything. Like, you didn't do the parts of marriage that make it marriage. You know, the annoying parts, the stupid parts. She she twisted this obvious PR into, well, it was a private moment because they were like, oh, or is it going to be on the show? Like, did you film it? And she's like, well, no, we want to keep some things private. But it's like, no, well, you didn't film it because you did it kind of impulsively, probably. And you were like, well, this would be quick promo. We could just get married and then be done with it and forget that this ever happened. Get a little bump the week before the show premieres. Like, that's all it was. Didn't take a real estate agent to see that these two didn't actually get married. Can we skim through the next ones? Like Emma Watson broke up with her boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, like Kim yeah. Zolciak was served with papers I outside just, or something. Well, the, well Kim Co- Zolciak Croy was- served Croy outside the house. I just think it's funny that like <laughs> she knows where he's going to be because they live in the same house. So that's where he got served. Harry Styles is getting close, quote unquote, with a Victoria's Secret model to? named Candace Swanpole. Did Timmy ask if she's with them? Nice try. Nice try, babe. <laughs> Not even close. Claire Holt, Claire Holt is pregnant. Remember? Oh, the one her. with the caller daddy. She used fiance to date Alex ex. Cooper's fiance. Yes. All right. Who cares? The princess, the prince of Prince okay. Ludwig of Bavaria married Sophie Evkenink in Germany. On, on Sunday morning at like 9 a.m., I went yeah. to people.com and the top story in the people.com carousel was top story. Prince Ludwig of Bavaria marries Sophie Evekink in Germany. And I was like, who the fuck are these two people? Why is this well, the top story I mean, story they kind people? of say who they are. I know, but <laughs> yeah. even He's hours and hours later. Of Bavaria. Sunday yeah. evening, it was still in the top of the carousel. Prince Ludwig of Bavaria marries Sophie Evekink uh-huh, in Germany. Day. Okay. Yeah. Ludwig is the eldest son of Prince Leutpold and the great-great-grandson of Bavaria's and last Sophie king, Ludwig III. was born in Singapore to a Dutch-Canadian family. Yes, and she is a criminology student. And how do I know that? Because every time the Daily Mail writes about this woman, which they have for a while because they're royals. They say she's an Oxford They call her an criminology Oxford criminology student. student. He's handsome. He is. Shout out to Vanity Fair for being the only ones brave enough to write this up and say, raise a stein and say, Glückwunsch. There was a royal <laughs> wedding Jordan in Germany Hoffman. this weekend. <laughs> Jordan Hoffman wrote that. Um, my I favorite that. Daily Mail story about this, though, they don't even give, 
They don't even give her a name in two of the headlines that they've written about her. Here's one. Prince Ludwig of Bavaria and his Oxford criminology student fiance put on a left up display. Love and then that. a royal wedding on the way. Prince Ludwig of Bavaria, 40, announces engagement to Oxford criminology student 32. <laughs> is she still in school? Like, yeah, she's, is still, that what a, she's still a criminology student. Yes, right. she's a criminology okay. student. What's Rita up to? What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lizzie Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita released a second music video for Praising You, which is... This woman. It's almost like she heard that it was her best song in a long time and said, we're fucking digging in, sweeties. This one is is better, worse. I don't know. It's different. I really cannot tell you. Uh, It's kind of another meh situation. It's not one I'll listen. I will will still listen to the main one. Listen to? What do you mean? It's it's the same song. It's just a different video. She made a second video for the same song. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's... Ridiculous. And this is the Kill Bill sort of like... uh, It's the mannequins. She's like singing to mannequins or whatever in a weird wig and glasses. I don't know. I really don't get the concepts. I I wish I could help her. She's never had a concept. She's never had a concept that made sense in her life. Ever. In her goddamn life. She showed off her washboard abs in a racy leather leather bralette as she transforms into a glamorous diva in the second music video for her single, Praising You. Rita Ora is glued to her iPhone as she hangs out with friends at exclusive Double Bay Bar in Bedouin in Sydney while Australia, while in Australia to film The Voice. So this is back. This is, every time she's filming The Voice again, she's... Quote, I'm working on foreign posture and strength. Rita Ora showcases her astonishing abs and reformer Pilates prowess as she sheds light on her fitness regime and inspiring post. I mean, this is, she's in her Australia era and she's in her Australia era like twice a year. So twice a year she goes to Australia for like a month and a half. She, like, bikes around with Russell Crowe. I mean, she's practically Australian. She literally took inspiration from Kylie Minogue in a hooded white dress as she attended the launch of Margot Robbie's Papa Salt Coastal Gin in Sydney. Like, she's mm-hmm. doing all of the, like, celebrity celebrity Australia things. Mm-hmm. So she's busy. She's busy. She's busy. She's busy. We're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There? Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes of Discord server, commentary tracks, uh, newsletters sometimes, and more. You can also get the audio only on Apple Podcasts by clicking subscribe in the app. That's the audio only. So we'll see you on Friday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Have a great week. Oh my God. Week. Bye. Have a good week. Bye. You will say that. Real. Yeah, yeah, they want to know. Hey. Real. Hey. Real. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous.